This is Minimalism Today. My name is Joshua Fields Milburn. I have Yaman from Michigan on the line. Yaman, what are you struggling with today? So I am trying to find a good balance between being comfortable and confident as a minimalist. Um, I struggle with labels in general, Mm. and I feel like it constantly alienates people. So it's something... It's something that I really struggle with when I'm around people. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. The, the, tell me about the label thing. What kind of labels do you struggle with? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's kind of actually, it's very fitting right now with what's going on politically. It's just everything is polarizing nowadays, be it through social media, be it in social gatherings. And the last thing I want is, you know, especially as somebody who has come from overseas um, to the United States back in 08. And, kind of I had a culture shock and then on top of that it was you know now I'm this Arab who's in Michigan there's a majority of Arabs in here and there's like an instant label that was placed on me that I wasn't necessarily familiar with so I had to adjust to that to get through let's say high school and college and work and then now with it you know I I feel like I adopted a lot of the principles that you guys uh, push for like through your platform and I love it, and I feel at ease and, and comfort in it. However, I would say I'm not very confident about it when I'm around people because it's always like, it's just I don't think you know a minimalist sounds like a guy who's extremely frugal, who's cheap, who's who has little. You know what I mean? And and it's like I don't really yeah. understand it, but I also I also feel like people don't take the time to understand why. You know, I'm behind this choice. Or yeah. why I made this this choice. So, and I and I feel like, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm the only one who understands that. <laughs> it just it's annoying because it's like I know I'm sure you know I'm I'm trying to get rid of my student loans. I have the same typical story that led me to minimalism and led me to be, to be, you know, to be living the way I, I do right now. And I'm very comfortable in it, like I said myself. But however, when I'm placed in a circle of people, I feel alienated and I, I struggle with that. Sure. Yeah. The, the labels thing is fascinating because labels are incredibly useful and incredibly stifling at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting in a chair right now. That's a label, right? And, mm-hmm. But at the same time, we, we can throw out other labels. In fact, uh, what I found is you, you also threw a label out there is minimalism seems frugal. Now, for some people, that label means one thing. Frugal might mean that they're good with money. Right. Uh, for other people, frugal means uh, he's just a cheap bastard. Right. And and so these labels, while useful to a, an extent, they they begin to take on different meanings based on different interpretations that that different people have. Now, the thing to notice here about the labels is there actually is no good or bad. And so is frugality good or bad? No, it's not. In fact, we would even we would need to take that label and unpack, well, what does that mean? I don't think minimalism is frugality necessarily. I think Kanye West is a minimalist. He has a $60 million mansion. Mm-hmm. And, and and yet he is a minimalist. Uh, I grew up really, really poor on food stamps and government assistance. And we didn't have much money. We were very frugal with the very with, with with very little money, but we weren't minimalist because we purchased things we didn't need with money we didn't have. And, and so, 
and by the way, we weren't very intentional with our with our resources. Minimalism involves being intentional with the resources we have. Now, when when you wrote in, you mentioned uh, limitations, mm-hmm. and and you you said specifically like that that frugality um, translates into limitations. Your circle of friends, etc. And that is also a label in a way, and it's a judgment, it sounds to me. Limitations, meaning well, this is a bad thing. When I hear the word limitations, I, I give it my own connotation. I hear a good thing. Limitation mm-hmm. means that I've set up a boundary, and boundaries can even be a, a label that is difficult to to deal with because boundary you know, sounds like, oh, I'm, I'm turning people away. I shouldn't set up boundaries in my life with, with loved ones. But of course, we all have boundaries. If you live in a home, you have walls. Those are just boundaries. Your front door is a boundary. And mm-hmm. I found that our boundaries are actually courteous in, in many ways because they keep out, you know, a door is a good example. They keep out the people you want to keep out and they let in the, the people that you want to let in. Now, if your friend's opinion about minimalism changed, how would that make you feel? I would feel more welcomed in the circle. I, because mm. here's the thing, and and you're right, there is a whole lot of judgment that went on, even in the way that I described it, even though what I'm describing is kind of what I perceived from the surrounding. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned in in what I wrote on Patreon, it, it's not the appearance that I care about, but I also kind of do. Because I feel like, and, and it's not necessarily somebody stopped me and told me, hey, this is stupid. What you're doing is stupid. You know, you're an engineer, you're making X amount of, you know, figures a year. There is mm-hmm. no reason why I should be living this way. Nobody's ever done that. However, I've had people come over like my apartment because again, even in, in the furniture and, and my arrangement of, of, of what I have here, um, it's minimalist. There is very little here. And I kind of, I like it. And I did it purposefully mostly because I have a whole lot that goes on through my head. When I walk into my place, I kind of dump it in this empty space. So it may appear empty. And I've had people when they you know, came over, they were like, oh, did you just move in? Because the apartment mm-hmm. is kind of bare. <laughs> and right. and, 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 I was and like, no, way, I've been you, here for two years. But, right. You and know. you interpret that as, as a judgment. And yes. And. I know that you're working to sort of drop that judgment, but to me, I think the way to drop that judgment instead of just dropping it is maybe reframing it. Because if someone says that to me, did you just move in? I take it as a compliment. Wow. I I don't have much stuff that's getting in the way of living my life because real freedom involves removing the need to impress others. And as long as I have the need to impress upon you some image of me, I'm trapped by that image, by that identity that I create for myself. But real happiness releases you from the self. It is suffering and pain and misery and depression that that tie us to the self, right? And I'm not telling you to suppress your desires, but, Mm -hmm. but, and by the way, your your desire right now is to impress other people, right? And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. 
but it is not necessary to feel fulfilled. And so I don't want you to suppress your desires. I also don't want you to seek to fill that desire either. I want you to understand that desire, that desire to impress other people. And I, yeah, if you smash your labels, you can be free other than the labels that we need through everyday language, right? But that those labels, like sitting in a chair, that is simply a description to me. I don't give it meaning. When we give meaning to the labels, mm. the frugality or whatever, then we start to feel these negative feelings. But you have to understand the negative feelings are always in you. They're not in reality. They never are in reality. And so what we're trying to do quite often is we're trying to change the situation. We're trying to find a cause for our happiness. But mm -hmm. true happiness is uncaused. It cannot be acquired. It cannot be affirmed by the people around us. Uh, happiness is pre-existing, right? I can't make yeah. you happy. You can't make me happy. Uh, you are not my happiness. I'm not your happiness. That's already mm -hmm. inside you. And so mm -hmm. the friends that are around you, yeah, if their opinion changed about minimalism, all that would actually do is affirm you but you don't need the affirmation I, I don't need your affirmation in order to be able to do what i do i don't need my wife's affirmation i don't need my best friend's affirmation uh, the problem so, is that we get so attached to that to that affirmation and feel as though i need it in order to 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 move forward okay well i mean what you said is very insightful and enlightening i just want to ask the I have a couple questions here. So the first one is what, what and what I said made you say that I'm seeking the affirmation or I'm seeking kind of that validation. Is it mm. how, I guess, how did that message come across to you? Cause I mean, truthfully, I, that's the thing. I feel like I'm being driven. And again, like you said, everything you said that, you know, the fact in terms of it being internal to me, mm -hmm. you're absolutely correct. You nailed it. It's probably the way I'm perceiving it. And, and I'm analyzing it in my head. And truthfully, that applies to a lot of other facets in my life, not just this one. Um, but I guess, did I, I'm just curious in, in, in us having this conversation right now and everything that I said to you and how I'm feeling is how did it come across that I'm seeking the validation? Because I'm, I'm not really looking to impress at all. Like I, if, I feel no, like I'm being it, driven to that point. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and so either way, you are looking, you're seeking to impress and the seeking is actually the problem. I'll tell you what exactly what you said. You said um, that minimalism or simple living or, or whatever we want to call it, yeah, mm -hmm. the lifestyle that you're living, we can just remove the label altogether and say the lifestyle that you're living mm -hmm. is not viewed in the best light. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, by whom? By you, by, by, by you it is. It's actually, isn't that what actually matters? It is viewed in the best light by you. And so Correct. what you're really saying is it's not viewed in the best light by other people. Well, that means you're seeking their approval. Yeah, but imagine, mm. you know, if you have 500 Facebook friends, imagine trying to appease half of them. You're going to spin your wheels all day trying to to get them on the same page as you. And by the way, it's not going to work because even if you do get their affirmation today, there's going to be something about which you disagree. You're going to have different opinions or different tastes. Uh, different preferences, different desires, different values. 
and inhabit those different values, they're always going to, at some point, look at you not in the best light. That's going to happen. I can guarantee it. And if your happiness is tethered to that, you're always going to feel this sense of discontent. You're, you nailed it. <laughs> the other question I had is, given this conversation that we're having, have you had any of those feelings? I'm curious about your early days with minimalism. You know, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been on this wave with, with you and Ryan and, you know, the whole movement, I guess, if you will, um, for about a couple of years now. So I don't yeah. know if I'm necessarily too seasoned, but, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a beginner either. Yeah, I think for the longest time I did care about what other people thought about me, especially early on. And I spent most of my 20s really uh, trying to impress other people that I didn't even like that much, but I thought that I would like them if they liked me in some weird Kafka-esque thing that was Mm. going on in, in my head. And so what did I do? I went into debt to buy luxury cars and a big house and you know, fancy furniture and, and, and get the, the trinkets of success. In our culture, it's about the accumulation of things to show success. But I don't actually believe in success anymore. I don't think success exists. I think success is, is always about chasing, and I think chasing is failure. So by definition... Uh, if I'm if I'm always chasing something, then I am failing because chasing is is acting on my desires. It's not being; it's acting, and I think that acting, that that, that constant craving, is where we feel the discontent. Now, I'm not saying desire is wrong. I'm saying the attachment to our desires make us miserable, and so as long as we're attached to those desires, that external affirmation, whether it's relationships or stuff or whatever else is out there that we think is going to make us a more complete person, then we're always going to feel that pang of discontent. We're going to try to fill the void. We're going to show up empty, looking to fill the void with people or things or achievements. But If you show up empty, you're always going to leave empty. It's only if you show up full to a relationship, to a career, to uh, a store, whatever it is, if you show up full, then you can appreciate whatever you're showing up to. But if you need that thing you're showing up to, if you need that relationship, then yeah, you're, you're always going to be clinging and clinging is, is suffering. No, that answers it. I, I got I got some things to think about. <laughs> I think it's a great place to end it, brother. 